0: So, I stole this idea from Scrum 5, I'll be totally honest, but I thought it could be fun for us to pick a regional 15. I'll say mine, and then we can have a discussion in the comments about what you think and give me your thoughts on some of the players. So, I'm not going to mess around, I'm going to get straight into it and start with number one, and that's Gethin Jenkins. I mean, this is probably going to be everyone's choice on the channel uh, in the comments because, I mean, how good was Gethin Jenkins? Definitely, in my opinion, the best prop Wales have ever produced. And I think one of the best props in the modern game. He was just so good at everything. It was a solid scrummager. It wasn't his most impactful part of the game, but it was always good enough to keep um, a scrum working. But it was just around the field is where he really excelled. In attack, He was everyone can surely remember the... Um, try against the in the World Cup when he sold like 15 dummies. And then he also had the big charge down of Ronan O'Gara in 2005 and then literally outpaced everyone. Uh, good footballing skills and then dotted it down to uh, get us going in that final. And then he's just so good. I remember just whatever team he was in, you got to remember he was in teams with like Warburton, Tip Rick, Martin Williams. And he was almost always... Second in the turnover chart and for a prop that's brilliant. So Gethin Jenkins great servant for the Blues I think he was at the Celtic Warriors as well. So uh, yeah Gethin Jenkins my number one Number two, this one was a little bit more difficult for me, but I have decided to go with Ken Owens I did toss up with Richard Hibbard because Hibbard in his Pomp was outstanding, especially for Ospreys for Wales. He was a brilliant really explosive but I think Ken Owens deserves this because of his just longevity. How sort of um, he's always been part of the Scarlet setup and he's always been really consistent for them, always gives 100%. Um, and yeah, you can tell he's passionate. He's passionate about playing for Wales, passionate about playing for the Scarlet. He's at the end of his career now. He's had a real really long career and it's been a very good one. I hope he gets over this little, uh, this big injury and he can finish maybe the season or maybe have one more year with the scarlets. because would, I would hate for him to go out uh, with a big injury like he has, but it is his back, so who knows. But anyway, yeah, Ken Owens is my number two, the Sheriff of Camarden, And number three, this one's also quite obvious, I think, and that is Adam Jones. What a front row that is. Uh, Adam Jones... Everyone knows what he did. He's such got a, such a recognizable face and appearance with his hair, but he was the cornerstone of the Ospreys when they were the Galacticos, and he was just tremendous for the Ospreys in Wales. Not the most busy player around the pitch, but we didn't need him to be. He was so solid in the scrum that you could just he could not do anything for the whole game if he didn't want to. He was just so invaluable in that position. So, yeah, Adam Jones. Number three for me. Uh, number four, another Osprey. No surprises again, Alan Wynne-Jones. I mean, you can't say enough. There's no not enough hyperboles for Ad, uh, Alan Wynne-Jones. His career has been amazing, spans nearly 20 years. He's spent almost all of it at the Osprey. So when you're talking about regional players, he never left the Ospreys really, except for the last like year or so of his career. And he was a servant the whole time. He was... Very rarely injured as well. So he was always available when he wasn't with Wales. And his passion, he was the captain. He was captain at times. He was just brilliant for uh, for the Ospreys. And he always treated every game at 100%, like we've seen him for the internationals and we saw him for the Ospreys. So, uh, yeah, he'll be sorely missed from the world of Welsh rugby and just rugby in general, I think. But, yeah, Alan jones number four. And uh, number five, this one may surprise a little bit, but, um, I did toss up with Paul Tito, but I didn't want it to be all Cardiff players because I am biased, but I've gone with Vaya Fafita. Um, I just think he's just, I know he's still currently playing, but I just think he's, uh, superb. I know he hasn't been necessarily in the regional setup for very long, but that just shows my opinion of him. He's just a complete difference maker at second row i you you don't get second rows being able to do what he does. He literally makes breaks in the in the center field like backs do he's running down the wing like wingers he's he's unbelievable he's explosive he's fast he can play across the back row too, so getting him in at, at second row, you got basically a number eight a seven and a six all in this rolled into one in the second row. And probably an inside centre as well. He could literally play anywhere as just one of them players. Uh, yeah, he's just so explosive. It was an unbelievable, brilliant signing for the Scarlets. Don't know how long they'll be able to hold on to him for, but Scarlets fans and Welsh rugby fans enjoy him while he's here because he is absolutely a freak, freak athlete. And number six, I've gone for a personal favourite of mine, and that's Andy Powell. Andy Powell came from. I believe it was the Scarlet to the Blues, and then he just absolutely burst onto the scene. Played a lot of eight at first, but then Xavier Rush came, so he moved to six. uh, Did interchange between those two. Obviously, had an impact for Wales. Went on the Lions tour, but he was brilliant for Cardiff. Um, He was just so explosive and exciting, and he just constantly always had a go, and he didn't, like, he didn't really care where he was attacking from. Just always attacked, always big, strong carries. Really exciting. Uh, he's a bit of a character. Anyone who's seen like interviews with him can obviously attest to that. Anyone who knows him seems like they uh, think he's crazy. And uh, yeah, what a, what a player! He was just so explosive. And for Wales, he was explosive. Only had like a short uh, maybe in uh, when you think of like other more international players he only had a a bit of a short window really a few years we all all know what happened with the golf buggy thing but um yeah in those years his impact especially to cardiff was unbelievable and to wales as well and i don't know if he's going to make many people's list of this but for me he was one of my favorite regional players especially when i was watching when i was a bit younger so andy powell number six number seven this was a tough one because. Anyone who watches this channel knows that I absolutely love Sam Warburton, And I think he's probably one of the best players Wales have ever produced. Definitely top five for me anyway. But um, the player I have actually gone for instead is another Cardiff player, I'll be honest. But it's Martin Williams. Martin Williams was unbelievable for Cardiff. He was always fit, always give 100%. He was just a different player and it's Easy to forget now when we've been witnessing uh, the likes of Tipperick, Warburton and now Jack Morgan. To It's easy to forget just how good Martin Williams was. He was a different type of player. I know probably the game moved on from what he potentially could be now because he was all about silky skills. He was like a thinking man seven. Although he was physical, he wasn't the biggest player. Um, but he was brilliant. He was brilliant for Wales and he was brilliant for Cardiff. He was uh, always, always had good performances, captain the side, um, and he had such a long, prolonged uh, career. I think he was also part of the Celtic Warriors. He was one of the players who came to Cardiff from there, and uh, yeah, he was just brilliant for Cardiff, brilliant for Wales. What a player! Seems like a really genuine, nice guy. He was the first sportsman who I read their autobiography as well, so soft spot for him there. And uh yeah, what a player! And I'm really happy to see him. He's uh, clearly a big part of the Wales setup now. Shows what Warren Gatland's thoughts are of him. I remember when Gatland he reti- Martin Williams retired internationally, and then when Gatland came in in I think it was 2008, he dragged him out of retirement and uh, brought him into the team. And he was in that game where we beat England, and they put th- 13 Ospreys players in. Martin Williams was one of the. Um, Non Ospreys players, and that was just how good he was. Uh, yeah, so Warburton was was brilliant, obviously, but injuries, you had a lot of time where he was up, played for Wales, not that many games for Cardiff in the grand scheme of like what Martin Williams did and what Martin Williams uh, produced on the field for Cardiff. Had some great performances and played in big games for us. So, uh, yeah, number seven, Martin Williams. John Barkley I was sort of teetering on the bench for me because uh, of what he did when he was at the Scarlets. They obviously won the league, I believe, when he was there. So, but um, nobody can beat uh, Mike Williams for me, personally, on a personal level. Um, number eight is going to be Toby Falato. When he was at the Dragons, he was so explosive. Not that he's not now, but he's a different player. But he was brilliant for the Dragons. Um he was just been how good is it he's been immense for Wales. It's just showed in the World Cup just gone that even now he's still so influential. He was so influential when he was been playing for Cardiff this year. I and mean, he was so influential and good in what was pretty much a poor Dragons team when he was there. I know he ended up going to Bath and stuff, but um he was brilliant for the Dragons when he was there and what a player uh they, they sort of developed there. And uh, yeah, I hope he gets to come back fitness and finish another another couple of years, hopefully at Cardiff, but maybe another year or two for Wales. But um, yeah, Falatau, what a career, what a brilliant player he's been. Um, yeah, great. And I needed to put a Dragons player in here as well. So no offence, Dragons fans. But that's the pack. Uh, if there's anyone you don't agree with in there, write it in the comments. I definitely want to hear your guys' uh, teams and your guys' thoughts on my teams. If there's any players you would have put in or not. But um, we'll move on to the backs. And the first back I'm going to go with is Gravath. Who else can you go with other than Mike Phillips? I mean, Phillips was superb for both Cardiff and Ospreys. When he came to uh, to Cardiff from the Scarletts, same as Andy Powell, he sort of burst onto the scene. He was so, so attacking. He was a little bit faster when he was uh, younger, still had the size. But he, I remember the first couple of years when he was at Cardiff, he was just constantly breaking around ruck time, sniping at the at this at the rucks, and he was just so good at attacking. He sort of lost a bit of pace as he got more mature, and then changed his game to be super physical. Um, and then he obviously went to the Ospreys, which I was heartbroken about at the time, um, and competed with Justin Marshall, and just shows how. Good he was to be able to compete with justin marshall who was just uh come away from playing for the all blacks do you know what i mean and um yeah he was brilliant for both ospreys and cardiff and for wales obviously and uh yeah what a player just so exciting just a different scrum half there's not many scrum halves that played the way he did just so physical and so physical in defense as well which was um a real point of difference in his play superb i absolutely love mike flips and he was such a wind up when uh i used to go and watch Cardiff play a lot and when he was on the pitch and the cameras are not sort of on him he was all uh and you actually can watch a player he's just constantly doing like i will not say dirty stuff but like grabbing people and like throwing the ball in their face and pretending like nothing happened it's just i know it's like uh not the best thing to do, but what do you on your score have to do? wind people up, and that's what he used to do, so yeah, Mike Phillips, my number nine number ten is gonna be a controversial one, and again, it's my card of Blues heart coming out. um I'll probably get a lot of jip in the comments from this uh if you don't subscribe already, you should subscribe, but you might unsubscribe after this one, but my number ten is gonna be Nicky Robinson. I know this is an absolute crazy shout. But I really was contemplating Stephen Jones and Dan Bigger. I was gonna go with Jones over Dan Bigger, but when I actually thought Nicky Robinson was just so brilliant for Cardiff over his tenure. He never managed to make it work for Wales. He didn't have that many opportunities and when he did, he just couldn't ever seem to get it going. And I think it sort of sullied people a little bit on how good he actually was. Granted his goal kicking was and his uh, wasn't as good as someone like Stephen Jones or James Hook or Dan Bigger. i hold my hand up to that one. But when Ben Blair came to, to Cardiff and took the kicking duties off, sort of unleashed the shackles and the pressure, and Robinson could just play his natural game, it was deceptively fast. Service was brilliant, and he really had a good eye for a line break, and he could always sort of take defenders on. And I think he one of the most underrated Welsh players. Uh, I think he could have had way more caps. But like I say, he was in a good period where you had like Stephen Jones, players like that. Um, I was literally going to put Stephen Jones, but I couldn't ne- let Nicky Robinson down. He was just brilliant for Cardiff. And uh, yeah, he was had a period of time where Cardiff actually were quite successful. And I think it was the like the Lions, and he wasn't part of the, the well set but there was contemplation of them taking him on the Lions. That's how good he was playing. So um, that just shows. But I'm probably going to take a lot of flak for that one, but I, I actually don't care. The Prince of Cardiff. So, uh, yeah, Nicky Robinson is my number 10. Number 12, got to be Gavin Henson. I did flutter with having Regan King at 12, but I've gone with Gavin Henson because he was just a different level to anyone that sort of was around at the time when i started really getting into rugby as he sort of started coming onto the scene and he was just a, a, immense he was he didn't look like he was moving fast but he just glided across the pitch and he was deceptively fast he had an absolute monstrous boot so strong in attack and just ac- actually an unbelievable defender at 12 he was just so good at like reading the game and putting in big hits, knowing when to take the ball in. And he guess a lot of flack now because there's just so much potential that got sort of let down by maybe his attitude off the pitch. But for a period of time, maybe three to five years, he was just super, like he could play 10, he could play 12, could play 15, played all for the Ospreys, mainly 12, where I think, well, that was his best position because obviously that's where he played for Wales. Um, but what a player. He, he could do everything. And it was it was such a shame that he didn't reach the potential he could have, because he could have been an all-time Welsh great. But instead, we only got to see like a short career from him, really. He ended up messing around, uh, went to different clubs, always seemed to just get in trouble. I remember he came back to Cardiff and then got kicked out of the team because I think he was like drunk on a plane, throwing stuff or something, something weird. I think (coughs) when he went back to the Dragons towards the end of his career and he sort of matured a bit, I think you saw a different side of him. uh, And when he was playing at like Bristol and stuff, when he was playing more outside half, a bit more mature, a bit more calm as he got a bit older. But when he was in his pomp, I mean, he was just, In my opinion, he could have been one of the best players the Wales have ever produced. Um, Everyone can remember the tackle uh, against Matthew Tate, but I think even in that Grand Slam in 2008, when Gatlin came in, he was better in that Six Nations, in my opinion. He was a lot more just controlled, solid, sturdy, nothing flashy, just always took the ball in at the right time, always made ground, always just was a monster in defence. And, uh, yeah, Gavin Henson is my number 12. So because I put Gavin Henson 12, I had to put Regan King. I didn't want to bury the lead, but I had to put Regan King 13 because, I mean, don't get me wrong, there was lots of brilliant other centres, and this, along with back row, is where I struggled the most. Regan King was unbelievable for the Scarlets. He's one of those players, if the rules were now where after like three years of your residency you could play for Wales. I still think he would have hit like fifty or sixty caps. Because he had got one cap for New Zealand and then he could never play for Wales, which is just a travesty, really. Um, because we would have loved him at the time. And I know how much uh, Lee, uh and Scarlet's fans absolutely loved him. Uh what a player he was. He was just so classy. He was another one similar to Henson who like sort of glided. He didn't ever Looked like he was going that fast, but he was just sort of like floated across the pitch. Uh, it, it was mad. The skills, the silky skills, were just so good. He used to just put players into space. He would have like a nice outside arc break, um, deceptively strong. He was just a typical classy, uh, like New Zealand import. Um, and I think he really, like, um, in, I don't know, ingratiated in, in, himself into like in Welsh life and I think they really took him on board as like one of their favourite sons and uh, yeah I used to love him as a, as a kid even though I was a, a Blues fan I used to love watching him what a player and it's, it, like I said shame he couldn't play for Wales but he was so good for Scarlet. and he was there for quite a while and uh, I, I think they won the, the league at one point when he was there when Stephen Jones and that was there so uh, yeah what a player Regan King was I did uh, flirt with La he was so good, but I didn't want to keep putting Cardiff players in. Same with Shanklin. Same with Roberts. Roberts didn't hang around as long, so that's why he didn't uh, necessarily get in the team. Uh, Shanklin was brilliant, but he he wasn't. He didn't have the skills or, that that Regan King had. But um, yeah, so that's my centre partnership: Gavin Henson, Regan King. Uh, yeah, that would cause some damage. And then on the left wing who else other than Shane Williams could be in this team, the complete and a Welsh wizard. I don't think we'll ever see, especially not for Wales, but I don't think we'll see a player like Shane Williams ever again. He was brilliant for the Ospreys. You do for the Ospreys exactly what he did for Wales. He had a real struggle at the beginning of his career where, um, especially when like Steve Hansen, Graham Henry came with they They were saying he was too small. He, um, he wasn't going to be physical enough and big enough, and he needed to work on his defense. Needed to bulk up, and um, he just sort of went away and decided, "I'm just going to play rugby the way I want to play rugby, and just be exciting and free, free flowing and attacking." And they, he made himself to the point where they had to put him in the team, and uh, everyone knows then how his career went. Wales's all-time top try scorer, um, what a player! Like, just he scored so many. Amazing tries for Wales it was part of so much of Welsh Wales's success over his career. Um, the amount of important tries he scored to like pull Wales out of games, to the vital score at the end of a game, to 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 get Wales uh, the win, and just he could just beat a defender in a phone box. He could probably step three people in a phone box. It, it was unbelievable. I've never seen a player just dance on a on a spot the way he could. And like I said, I don't think we'll see a player like that. Now, you don't necessarily, I don't, I can't think off the top of my head, a current player that was anything like what Shane Williams was. And that might be biased because we're Welsh, but yeah, that was, uh, he was, uh, he was unreal. He was unreal for the Ospreys, unreal for for Wales. And um, yeah, what a player Shane Williams was. So the right wing. I really struggled with the right wing and fullback. It was like Shane has picked himself, but I couldn't work. I was basically stuck between four players. So I was stuck between Mark Jones, uh Lee Halfpenny, Liam Williams, and Lee Byrne, all for these two spots. I did decide to go with Liam uh Lee Halfpenny on the wing. Um what a again, what a servant only recently retired for Cardiff when he burst on the scene he did play a lot of wing and uh, same for Wales and he was just so fast like it, it's it's crazy to unfortunately due to injuries and stuff as he, as his career went on he lost quite a bit of that pace but he was so fast when he first burst onto the scene and he just never put a foot wrong he just did everything right um, and he was just consistent 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 I spoke about him in one of my recent videos. Uh I think it was after the Barbarians game. And people just talk about how professional he was, what a nice guy, quiet. Uh but what an animal on the pitch. And uh, he could have easily gone at full back, but um I wanted him on the ring the wing to make r- room for fullback. But uh yeah, Lee Halfpenny, brilliant player. Um he also went abroad, did well and came back, uh came back to the Scarlet and unfortunately Injuries sort of plagued the 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 tail of his career, but what a player he was for both Cardiff and for Scarlet, but me, especially for Cardiff. Uh, yeah, he was brilliant. Um, back Then I st- I still can't make a decision now. I can't decide between Lee Byrne and Liam Williams. Um, similar type of players. Liam Williams was more sort of abrasive, I guess, but Lee Byrne more silky and uh, just. I guess more consistent. I, I can't pick. I'll go with Byrne because I can't not pick someone. Um, Lee Byrne was unbelievable. He was unbelievable for Wales. He was unbelievable for the Ospreys. Again, he was part of that Galacticos uh, uh, time when they had just so many world class players. Um, I forgot to mention Tia Tia Haller, uh, Jerry Collins. When I was talking about the back row, all those all those players. Uh, yeah, he was part of that team. And um, arguably, they should have won more than they did because they had world, literally world class players like Lee Byrne. I remember when he went on that uh, the Lions tour in South Africa, and he was just like otherworldly; like he just couldn't be touched. Um, and uh, yeah, he was just so good. He had a big boot, very cultured, but and he was very calm, very solid under the high ball. Really good at the up and under and catching it on the other side. Um, and he was just a solid, solid all-round player. I will give a shout out to Liam Williams, who was brilliant for especially the Scarlets in the earlier part of his career. So attack-minded, always used to have a decided to have a go at defence defences. Um, and he was a, another one who forced himself into the side because you had Halfpenny, who was so good uh, at defence and was in there for his goal kicking and stuff. But you kept having Lee, Liam Williams have an opportunity to take minutes from Lee Halfpenny, forcing himself onto the wing, <coughs> even though he was don't excuse me, predominantly a fullback. But um yeah, Leon Williams deserves the respect he got as well. And um, fortunately when he did come to Cardiff he had that really bad injury at the start of the season, ruled him out. And now due to the budget situation, he's had to move away. But you know, say Levy. But uh, yeah, that's my regional fifteen. I'll just run through it in case anyone wants to uh, argue with me. So we've got Gethan Jenkins, Ken Owens pro- and Adam, Adam Adam Jones in the front row. Alan Wynne-Jones, via Fafita, Andy Powell, Martin Williams and Toby Faletau, uh, Mike Phillips, Nicky Robinson, Henson, Regan King, Shane Williams, Lee Halfpenny and I've gone with Lee Byrne. No subs. The only sub for this video is you subbing. So thank you and I'll catch you on the next one.